When I was a skinny, directionless 16-year-old kid, my stepdad Scotty ran a construction crew building new homes in Tampa, Florida. Scotty was a tough-as-nails but fun-to-be-around guy. Picture William Defoe in the role of Jeff Spicoli. And he had one rule on the job site. Never get outworked. So that summer, rather than sit around broke watching Chips reruns again, I decided to take Scotty up on his standing offer to join his crew and make a few bucks. How hard can it be, I thought. You get to wear a badass two belt, you measure some boards, smack a few nails, presto, new home. Cut to Monday morning at 5.30 a.m. as Scotty rattles my bed with his foot as if Florida's first earthquake was happening directly beneath the house. We leave in 15 minutes, dude. You need to eat before we go. It was still dark outside. I managed to woof down two pieces of white toast, and by first light, we were pulling onto the muddy streets of half-built houses and construction equipment. The air smelled of fresh-cut lumber and swamp water as the droning hum of tractors and the whine of buzzsaws swirled with classic rock blaring from busted boomboxes. The wood-beam skeletons of soon-to-be family homes perched naked on concrete slabs like shy patients on cold tables wishing the doctor would just finish up and hand them a robe. The whole thing looked like a disaster scene in reverse. I was sure I'd made a terrible mistake. Much as I admired the true grit and simple wisdom of those blue-collar warriors, hard labor, it seemed, just wasn't my thing. Yet, by the end of the week, I was getting a feel for it. There's a cozy satisfaction in putting in a hard day's work. That pain shooting through your back means you've done your job. A check is coming. Beer 30 on Friday will taste like it should. Then came the rookie mistake that doomed it all. I was sitting on a cement wall after a short rainstorm, eating lunch from a paper bag. When Scotty came over, he never stopped for lunch. Don't sit on wet concrete, dude. Soaks your bones. You'll be sick as a dog, he said, pulling over a sawhorse. Sit on this or stand. Shit, I've been sitting here for like 10 minutes, I said. Well, you're probably screwed then. Screwed was right. I woke up the next day with the nastiest cold I'd ever felt. Every joint in my body ached and my head pulsed like a diesel engine stuck in first gear. I feel like hell, I told Scotty as he earthquaked me awake. I feel like hell every day. Don't make me late on top of it. I didn't have the guts to tell him this wasn't the hard day's night kind of hell. This was see a doctor hell. By lunch break, I was pale and droopy-eyed enough to earn a sympathetic go-wait-in-the-truck assignment. I sweated out the day, lying across the bench seat of Scotty's silver F-250, dreaming of a soft couch, air conditioning, and Ponch and John speeding down the 101 after some crazy driver. Mercifully, as the sun dropped below the windshield, the noise outside finally subsided to the lone strain of Leonard Skinner's What's Your Name in the Distance. Scotty slipped into the truck beside me, cranked the engine, and said, Good news, you're fired. Thank God, I said. Later, after the fever went down and some human-like hue of color returned to my face, Scotty admitted that my pitiful performance on the job was everything he'd hoped for. You're a smart dude. You might not know that yet, but you are, he said. So if you ever take one piece of advice from me, it should be this. Do work with your head, not with your hands. It's not for you, and that's a gift. It's rare that a teenage boy is able to see past his hormone rage and know-it-allness to recognize a turning point in his life as it's happening. But that moment was certainly one for me. 
I discovered in less than two weeks on a soggy construction site that it's okay not to fit in where you don't fit in. And sticking around long enough so you begin to fit in where you don't fit in can cause you to miss your true path entirely. So thanks to Scotty, my job this morning, I decided, was recording this podcast for you. And technically, I guess I did use my hands by pushing record, but clicking a mouse sure beats pounding nails. And while there are plenty of tough days as a business owner when nothing seems to go my way and there's simply more to be done than can possibly be done, for me, the freedom to make my own day is the greatest benefit of an entrepreneurial lifestyle. What about you? I'd love to hear your comments, your hell jobs, your turning points in the comment section at copychief.com forward slash T-A-M where you'll find this and all the episodes of The Truth About Marketing. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you there.